0: Imagine your wedding day on white marble floors, beneath crystal chandeliers, and exquisite ceiling drapery. Nestled on Long Bay Point Marina in Virginia Beach, the Gala 417 is a modern and luxurious waterfront wedding venue. With all-inclusive packages, award-winning catering packages, and a dedicated team of gala girls to assist you every step of the way, the gala is the perfect place to say, I do. Your dream wedding is just a click away. Learn more at thegala417.com. That's B-O-D-I dot com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. Thank you very much for joining me. Many of you have written in and asked me, what are ley lines? How do I find out about ley lines? Um, Well, the ideal thing to do is to chat with my friend Mick McLaren. Mick McLaren is the gentleman who made the map just over my shoulder that's on my door when I record. And that map is the ley line that runs, um, what's the name of it? I've forgotten the name of it. Is it Albion, Uh, the line of Albion? Albion. It runs from the bottom of the country all the way to the top. Am I correct? Yeah, yeah. And it sort of, for me, it joins, it goes right through my research area. And I think as we chat, many of you find that it might be the same for you. So basic question, and dumb it down for me, Mick.
1: What are ley lines? Well, the the lines that connect more than five sacred sites, uh, like stone circles and cairns, and going through some churches as well. Uh, And within these these lines, uh, they can go from one side of the country to the other, or they can just be, you know, like five or six um, sites long. And from them, we have. Uh, nodes on them where a male and a female line can run through these nodes and at that point we get um, either sightings of spirits sometimes or Mm. white ladies um, or some folk stories as well of dogs turning up and being in these spots as well So
0: the nodes would be like more energy more yeah energy. yeah right,
1: because of both means in that's where the energy is coming up from
0: see i didn't know there was a male and a female line yeah and that's on all of them they all have a male and a
1: well the of Albion does have this right. and the one i'm looking at i've not come across that yet right I but i'm just concentrating on the main line itself and we're these different areas, are they're going through.
0: Yeah, I get you, right, I understand. So, if we were looking for them, we could use, you've mentioned an EMF meter, we could douse, if we're good with dousing. If yeah. We could use a pendulum. Or if yeah. you're one of those people who gets a feel for an area.
1: Well, know. that's mostly how I work, is feeling uh, in the memories. regions. Mm. Um, and walking around until i'm getting certain feelings uh there are feelings that it's almost like a drunken feeling you yeah. get uh, which i'll get at some sites and then as i'm walking around them it'll disappear and then it'll come back again
0: right so
1: I, were to follow them, um, yeah i get
0: yes you. So you can narrow it down Yeah. These- I mean, there are books, aren't there, that people can get on because they're going to want to learn it for themselves.
1: There's lots of books out there, yeah. Lots mm. of books. And uh,
0: I will put your website in the link to the description because there's a lot on the people can contact you through that website. They can. Um, yeah. And you could help, you don't mind helping finding in their area. For some, it'll be in their area at home, and for others, it'll be where they research. Yeah, they'll they'll probably want to know because I presumed that all of the sightings were on ley lines. But one of the gentlemen pointed out to me that there is no ley line in Yorkshire and there are two reports in Yorkshire and there's nothing near that. So I don't know what the anomaly is there, but I wouldn't imagine every single paranormal event is on a ley line. And that's my fault for, for phrasing it that way. A lot of paranormal events, UFO activity, missing time, people getting lost in areas you know well, that knocked off a kind of feeling that you pointed out, this almost drunken-like feeling. Yeah. Gets reported over and over again. And the feeling of being watched, would a ley line possibly account for that? Um.
1: I suppose it could. I mean, there's some places I've been to uh, when I've been on a lane line uh, where I've not felt as though someone's been watching, and then there's others, mostly mm. around wooded areas. That's when you tend to feel as though there's someone there watching you. Mm. Uh, be it spirits of the place or yeah, uh, even small animals watching. But... Uh, more of the paranormal side of uh, like that because they say some sites have got um guardians uh, yeah. are watching as yeah. well yeah
0: uh, i understand that but yeah so, like the gate but a lot of people the gatekeepers aren't they they're the guardian of that yeah. area so you can pick up on their energy yeah the energy of the land itself and then this almost earth grid yeah so the earth grid is energy yeah. maybe we could explain that there's, a, there's energy that surrounds the world almost in a Faraday cage. Yeah. set up, isn't there? And all across the world, they are. They, nodes is a very good way of putting it. There are certain areas where the energy fluctuates and it yeah. can be much, much higher, and you find them everywhere. I mean, not just in the UK, they're everywhere, aren't they? Um, yeah. <laughs> I know there's a very famous one in the desert that you can, will actually knock you off kill. So while you stand there, it's that powerful... Vortex is another good word. It's a vortex of energy, ever building. And that's always interested me. I've always been interested in ley lines, but I've never had time to devote any time to it. Do you get what I mean? Because I've been yeah. so caught up in trying to prove that I saw something and what I saw and all of that, Malaka. But strange serendipities come into play. And I am a great believer that you meet people for a reason. <laughs> and so when we first started chatting, and you said that you knew, I said to you, "Is there any chance that you could have a look and see if the area where I had my sighting, if there's, you know, if there's possibly, is it there a ley line on it? Because I wondered if the sighting reports on the airwell route matched up to the ley line, and they more than matched up, didn't they? They were.
1: Oh yeah, yeah."
0: They were absolutely barb on. And, th- and then I was thinking, then we we, we actually met up. I came up and I met with you, didn't I? We went up to uh, Rivington to the church there. And there is a definite line that you, you, you more than felt it. It felt to me, I said to you, didn't I? When we were there at the time, I could see this guy, kind of reddish blondy hair, and he was really annoyed that we were in his way. Yeah. The, and he, he was kind of pushing us out of the way, and then, and then I remember saying to you, but there's water there, that doesn't make sense, and you said that's man-made, the line would have always been there, and you know.
1: Well, talking of that, we we did find out that there used to be an old road, you know, at the side of the cemetery, where the part of the cemetery is?
0: Yeah.
1: It's part of an old road that actually went round there and went through. Oh, well, yeah. The, uh, what is the reservoir
0: now, right? So, I was probably well, did I get it right then? Oh,
1: yeah, yeah,
0: <laughs> you just felt I felt lots and lots of people removing, I kept saying that to you, didn't And there's lots yeah. so much energy that was just back and forth, back and forth. And he was really annoyed that we were there, I think, just because we were getting in his way. He was, yeah, and I can kept saying to you, I just couldn't get the words out, I just kept pointing in that direction and pointing in that direction. But it's very you said yourself as we crossed the church, there's an actual area where there's just one spot of green.
1: Yeah, and it was very green, yeah.
0: And it, there's just like a rushing energy there.
1: Yeah. And, I, yeah. and I, that's the one that goes from uh, what we call up there law, which is a, right. a, a burial mound, going all the way over to um, the Wirral. Right. Uh, with uh, connecting a few places in between.
0: Where we also have sighting reports. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, UFO reports, paranormal reports. The, the amount of the UK is just—you can put your pin in a map and you will find a strange encounter or experience or something that somebody's seen. Because I oh. think we have so many ancient sites.
1: all well, we have, and I and I can't believe looking at your map and then looking at my map how how it coincides with, it, with each yeah. other. It, the, and then
0: you look at Andy, and Andy's the chap who has the megalithic portal map. Yeah. That has every ancient site in the UK. And when you line our three maps up together, they are very, very similar. I mean, shockingly similar. And in the areas where more, many of the lays meet, I noticed Forrester Boland was one, Pendle Hill, that kind of area. Yeah. You've got a lot of ley lines meeting up in the one place. We have sighting reports. Um, the one on the Medway, I noticed the one on the Medway, site reports. And then I've always been interested in Cannot Chase, Wolverhampton, that kind of area, because 8.56 was the first report that came in there of an upright, hairy figure, creature. They called it the Red-Eyed Devil. And that is connected to Castle Ring, which is right. not that far from Shubra Hall. And as you pointed out to me, Mon- well, that goes through, doesn't it? Yeah, goes right through Shugbra Hall. And Shugbra is one of our oldest words for a creature that we cannot explain. So a monkey face shug, shug monkeys. There's always another word attached to it. Ancient text where they talk of it was a, uh, they talk of a monkey face shug that was down and off board and had really long, shaggy hair. Well, you equate that to the Bigfoot reports that come in now. It's, in, you know, it, maybe that was just the word for them at the time, like Woodwood was the word for them in the 17th century. I don't know. But there is a definite connection between them, the sightings of them, the ancient sites and the ley lines. And that's your area of expertise. It's not my area of expertise <laughs> <laughs> at all. That is not where I shine. So, do you mind me
1: asking, how did you get into Ley Lines and the Paranormal? Well, Ley Lines was reading the books about it um, and the paranormal side were, were actually going to these places I was reading about and having strange experiences around or feelings uh, that I'd yeah. never felt before. And then looking into, looking into the background of it and finding the folk stories of that area as well. There's yeah. one particular one in Croston uh, which comes with a story of a, a little bogget-like creature yeah. uh, called Shrewfoot, who's yeah. well-known in the village as well. And um, he was seen in the trees by a cyclist and the cyclist stops and looks up uh, and he, he believed that it, it, it stopped the oncoming truck from hitting yeah. him, or bus Yeah uh, So it was like helping him out
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: definitely but the stories like that, and that, that's how I got into the ley lines like that, you know, yeah. like with the, with the folk stories and and finding out that if I went to the next place along, there'd be a story there right. Uh about happening there and It's funny how we were saying about your map. I'm coming across a place now where, I I, I found one the other day in, oh, uh, I've got my map here. Um, Stubbins. Right. We were talking about uh, Alan, the homeless Oh, you have to remind me. I
0: can't get my map up in here,
1: are Sleeping rough in the tent.
0: Oh, Alan, yeah, yeah I, I know that, what you
1: mean, yeah, yeah, well, sorry. There's a, a Tentering Tower's uh what it runs through.
0: Right. I don't
1: think he ever mentioned that to you, or if that's yeah. where he's sleeping rough or anything, but the line goes through there, as well as the air well as well.
0: I'm just pulling my emails up, because if I pull an email up from him, and I'll know where it is. It's just—it's not that far from Alconmore. It's Hazlingden. Well,
1: it's not. No, it's Ransbottom and Alconmore. It's—it's like Alconmore, then Ransbottom, and then uh, Stubbins.
0: Right. Yeah. Which is all on that same route, the Urwell route. Isn't yeah. It? Yeah, I get you. Yeah. yeah. I remember he's ex-army. You, you have to excuse me. I have so many reports. I get them mixed up. If yeah. you, if you can understand. He was ex-army and couldn't get digs. So he's, a lot of ex-personnel will go and just live wild, you know, yeah. the tent and, and, and all of the thing. They just go off-grid. It's, it, it suits them better. A lot of them can't handle being in towns. Just too much energy for them. So it was just a case of that. But he had his dog was, um, if I can remember rightly, it was a pit bull. And how I came across Alan was, He was looking for somebody to take his report of this weird thing. He just kept saying this weird thing was around me tent, around me tent. And my dad used to have a market stall many moons ago. And Alan would occasionally work on the stalls, you know, on the slide just for a bit of money because he was homeless. And he had me on the radio when he was working on the stall. And my dad said, that's my debit. And he said, do you know Debbie Aswell? And my dad said, yeah, that's my daughter. So he gave, my dad gave him my number and we ended up chatting. And he went, he was so frightened by what went on, he just moved back to town. He left all his gear up there and everything. His dog was, was the guard dog. That was what I was trying to get, was the guard dog for the lockups at night. So when the back soldiers put the gear away, They put it into lockup. His dog was the thing. And he said his dog wouldn't come out of the tent. It was absolutely terrified. It lay down on its belly and it wouldn't come out of the tent. And when he'd come back from a day of working, stuff had been taken. Yeah. Moved around. With Lucky Land you can get lucky just about anywhere. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere. Playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With. So, there's an area of high energy there, then? Is yeah. that what you're saying, right? Hmm. Because there's a young lass not too far away, on the phone, 1970s, talking to a mate, because her mum and dad went out. You remember what it used to be like? When parents yeah. went out, you got on phone as quick as you mm. could. She's on phone watching Talk of the Pops and that's why she was able to date it and she said this hairy upright eight foot thing went in at the door and looked at her like that while she was on the phone. Right. And that's not too far away.
1: Right. Mm. And then you got the one on Moor as well, haven't you?
0: Yeah, the, the, that... at the training ground.
1: Yeah, there is yeah. a cross on top called Pilgrim's Cross and it runs through that one as well.
0: I remember you telling me that because I remember saying to you, I'd mark that area on my map for a possible meet.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because
0: I felt that it was the end of the Irwell route, and it's a very it narrows at that point. And I yeah. thought that's a cracking area have sort of a meeting because if we're going to find Prince or anything, we should find him in this bottleneck because it's at that point that it's got to, got to come through there. So for you to say to me, well, that's where two ley lines cross, that's an incredibly important area
1: yeah yeah well is is there any
0: stones up there Mick? sorry is there any stones or i don't know a lot about olcomore
1: um there is but it's further over it's more towards belmont it's the stones uh it runs through um but around that area where oakland Moor is you've got my line running through and then you've got the spine of albion line running through so they cross there
0: yeah that's uh, an area of incredibly high energy isn't
1: it yeah it is uh,
0: i mean i think what i'm getting at is is are they attracted to the energy if we're saying that you know if if oakland that area has got to be four sightings in one little place so they're clearly using that route we don't know why they're using that route, but they're clearly tapping into these energy sources as we go. Are they attracted to them in some way? Does it call them in in some way? Can they tap into it in a way that we can't? All of those questions going around in my head as to... Because Alderley Edge, and I'm jumping all over the place, but I remember you telling me, is a, a very area of high activity, Alderley Edge, olderly yeah. edge is one of our first settling grounds in the in this part of the northwest yeah and the sightings follow that olderly edge around up the airwell and just to keep going and you can either go off to the forest of bowland a massive area of ley lines or just yeah. keep going over the pennines or off to yorkshire another massive area of ley lines so are they following that route are they using the energy somehow do you think that's a possibility
1: well i think they could be i think they the probably can sense it themselves and maybe using that energy a little bit to be good at hiding in a way
0: yeah very possibly very very possibly or move around even there are theories that they use the geomagnetic energy of the earth and that enables them to move around i don't know enough about that theory to go into it but people worldwide feel that they can tap into the geo energy and that's why we find them in high energy high energy areas like rivers where yeah. the, the water amplifies oh,
1: energy running through rivers as well isn't there
0: yeah definitely, yeah, yes,
1: definitely. That, that way it's like the deer the deer follow certain paths as well they? yeah they
0: do they um, do consistently over and over and over again and nobody knows why and mm. Oh, a lot of animals tap into the magnetic map, as we call it, don't they? I mean, bears have an an amazing knowledge of what food's in what area for about 30 miles, and we'll just roam over that 30-mile area. So if we were looking at something as big as a bear that would have to eat as much as a bear, a 30-mile radius is a pretty good area, so... People say, Oh, there's no ley line here, there's no ley line here. But if they're moving between them, they're not always on them, and they're moving between them, that could be the anomaly that we're catching them as as they're moving through, and there's no actual ley line in that area,
1: but yeah. they're
0: from one to the other, think is what I'm trying to get across. That could count yeah. for that anomaly. That's something I could look into. I can just overlay the maps and see. Yeah. Um Thinking about it, would it be in Yorkshire? And he said, no, there's no ley lines near me, but mine's in Yorkshire. There are a lot of ancient sites and barrows and burial sites on the northeast coast alone, aren't there? Well,
1: there's a lot yeah. uh, My line goes all the way over to Yorkshire and over to oh uh,
0: So what's, uh, your, what's your line, Mick? When you say that, your line, what do you mean?
1: Uh, the ley line I'm researching. Researching, uh, nice. Yeah.
0: So, so where does that start
1: and end for you? Well, it starts off in um, Churchtown in Southport. It starts off a, um, there's a monument there.
0: Right.
1: Going over there, um, I can just sort of we, we pulled up in the car and sort of felt the energies of it straight mm-hmm. up. Um, the first one I actually came across was a uh, Crosston. And looking into that and, and yeah. following the three-foot story, uh, it even got in the the newspapers as well, the Lancashire Evening Post. Right. Um. So from that, I was going um towards Belmont area, and I and I, I followed it that way, going from uh, Belmont. Um, sorry, going to Angles Arc. Yeah. Um, going through Charlie, Angles Arc, and picking up different areas there, because yeah. uh, there's a lot of sites that some houses have been built on as well, yeah. So, uh, but we know they go through there. Yeah. Um, right. I ended up going back to uh, Southport um, later, uh, earlier this year. Right. I, I sort of really picked up the energies from that area, and, and I'm still looking into that at, at, yeah. at the moment. Um but it it's gone from yeah from saint Paul sorry to Croston, then it's gone to charlie um through astley Hall, uh, which you pick up a lot of energies around there, but there are two uh burial mounds around that area right uh and it's in between ashley Hall and um uh an older people's uh oh, yeah. uh from there it goes to Eallin ab. Um, which is uh, an area in Charlie, Charlie, just before you get to It's on borders of Angles yeah, yeah, uh, and Belmont, uh, and the area is known for uh, in the past uh, for witches going up there. Yeah, I
0: get it. Yeah, it's yeah, the
1: witchcraft and that, and then we then we move over to Roundloft, the ancient burial mound, and, and then it goes across from the... Uh, to the Anglestones in yeah. Balmoral, uh, Moor. yeah, and then uh, May, and then all the other sites after, which I'm still toing and throwing at, at the moment. Yeah, uh, I get,
0: yeah, you're trying to pin it down.
1: Yeah, yeah, but as I've come across this, and then I came across your map out of curiosity, I did blend them together, and and I couldn't believe the different sightings I had along this line. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that being the latest one, uh, finding out about Alan, you know, listening to one of your uh, podcasts and finding yeah. out about that and then thinking, oh, my line goes through there, I'll have a look at that. And then yeah. I think this uh, little tower there. Yeah, and like, that's wow, it. Yeah.
0: I know, I know, it's really strange. It seems to, as I was saying before about the syn- synchronicity, serendipity kind of thing.
1: Yeah.
0: It seems to, you just get a thread, don't you, and you start pulling it and you think, yeah. right, that makes sense, and then you... It was the same for me back when I started doing this. Every time I did was something that was upright, hair, and no matter what they called it, I'd think, "Oh," and I jump on it because I'm trying. Right, like, well, can I get from that one to this one? And it's what you do, and it's why you have your passion, why you're interested in it. Yeah. Because you you do do paranormal work as well, don't you? You're not just into your ley lines. You you've actually. Am I right in saying that you, you help people with paranormal stuff as well?
1: I have done it past, yeah. yeah. I used to be part of the Bolton Spiritualist Church and uh, there was a group of us who were helping a few people, you know, like going to hauntings and uh, yeah. uh, uh, helping them uh, to deal yes. with the, the To
0: deal with it, yeah, that's it. That's It's a little bit like, that's all you can do really, isn't it, is helping with the event and, and yeah. trying to move them forward from it kind of thing yeah it's similar with it with the bigfoot witnesses to be honest, but recently you said anybody who's watching the video now will have seen these images at the beginning of the video, but I'm going to talk about them now. Recently, we know that quarries are very important to them, and the latest sighting in Scotland was around the quarry um I can think of many, many bigfoot whatever you want to call them, Woodworths, upright, hairy, eight-foot critters around quarries. And you've been looking at an area, Edgerton Quarry. Yeah. Yeah. And found some really strange breaks that I cannot explain. And I've tried, believe me, I got older than the guy from the arboretum, the tree specialist guy. Yeah. And he could not explain them in any other way than they'd been pushed or literally snapped. And they... I'll let you explain. They're healthy birch trees, aren't they?
1: They're very, very healthy birch trees and, and the the roots are solid.
0: Mm. So
1: I can't imagine the strength of anyone. It, 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 there'd have to be quite a few people that were going to
0: yes.
1: snap it where it had been snapped without the, the tree going over
0: if, if, yeah. if
1: people were pulling at it.
0: And you'd been, if we set people back to the beginning, you'd been to the area before to so well, down there, you definitely, yeah, you've
1: well, been to the area. It says we're all gonna, we were going to go on a night walk um, over Angle's art, mm. and uh, we couldn't because of the lockdown. It was going to be at the full moon in uh, April. Um, so I'd got some torches in. We decided to go out one night in March, the beginning of March, and have a loop round. So we waited until it got a little bit dark uh, using the yeah. torches and we walked around and we heard a few uh vixens mm-hmm. screaming like they do warning yeah. the other foxes there's someone around
0: yeah
1: and uh we, wa- we were walking down the path and we were going towards a wooded area which yeah. was very dark and quiet at first and then i wasn't sure at first whether it were us walking along that disturbed the birds but they were going absolutely Mad,
0: alarming,
1: yes, you know, yes. really noisy and loud, uh, uh, almost like they do during day. Yeah. Uh, and as we were walking past, I was shining the torch in, in into the bushes, and it's one of them high-powered torches yes. with everything out. And we heard growling, and we had a, a feel. We were quite scared as well because, yes. you know. It does some nerve to us, all the noise. And we were walking along though, we could hear something following us.
0: Yeah, shadowy.
1: Yeah. Along. In, just inside the wooded area. Um I know it gets your eye going, doesn't it? it, it
0: does, acts, yeah. Doesn't it? Gets your blood pumping.
1: So we walked a lot a lot faster and out of curiosity I turned around and I shone the torch again and and it stopped. The noise stopped. All right. And as I, we turned around to walk a little bit more, it carried on a little bit more. So we, we quickly got out of there and uh, got in the car and went.
0: Yeah, Don't blame me.
1: So we decided to go back during the day to have a look around. You know, we went yeah. down into the quarry and um, there, there were a lot of broken branches, bent over.
0: Yeah. Big
1: branches that had been bent and twisted. Wow. I um, actually a couple of, only small ones, but a couple of archways. Uh, we we had a loop round, and after listening to what you, you've been saying, we left a little offering of a crystal, which right. we thought, oh, well, we'll go back in a couple of days and see what's, what, what's yeah. up. Um, so after that, a couple of days, we went back. That had disappeared. I would notice the uh, bushcraft.
0: Yeah, the kind what of we, shelters. Yeah,
1: um and it was just being made. It was stretched, uh, yeah. Just, uh yeah. but there were no no, no sawn off pieces. Uh, it was all broken off and yeah. like. Um, so we 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 had a look round, and uh, as it was going dark, we, we were coming out at quarry. Uh, took to the torches again with us because we knew it was getting dark. Because uh, I've been working yeah. there, and as we were walking up we we saw a couple of deer as well at, at the same time which at first i thought was someone walking a, a big dog <laughs> yeah so we got to the top of the quarry and we were walking along and we noticed all these trees had been snapped and broke but quite high up right? a lot taller than me yeah they
0: were
1: um, so we were having a look around and we uh, was getting darker and so you know we, we better leave it and come back in daylight so we can have a, a really good look and, and see what the damage were around there
0: yeah I
1: did notice the path we took um there was nothing in front of it nice. uh, but the day we, when we went back and it was during the day we we had a good look around and where we walked along the path there was a great big branch that was hanging from the tree on the along the floor
0: yeah
1: and all these trees that had um been snapped and broken, the tops of them were just lying around and they were quite thick
0: tree. Yeah, they were, I could say like at least 10 inches in diameter they were a good yeah. size tree yeah, we've had no wind we've had no,
1: no storms it was only it was you only could, we, week.
0: you could see they were incredibly fresh and as I say I put them on the beginning, I'm going to pop them back on at the end for people so that snap you can see that it's still sappy. Yeah. It's, it's incredibly fresh, whatever's done that, whoever's done that. There was no sign of machinery, was there, anywhere?
1: Oh no, no. Oh you can't get anything up there.
0: No. There was no like axe sign or I mean I've checked. There was no tool mark. It's not like it's been macheted. It looks like, you know, all honesty, something's just pushed that train till it's snapped.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's what it looks like to me
0: it was, it looked
1: was like quite a few people could grab it and snap it but like i said the, the roots
0: were it fine yeah because that was the first thing i actually wanted i said to you a lot of the time you'll get a lot on rocky ground you'll get trees that are very shallow rooted yeah so, but you can tell when they come up all that soil comes up with them and you see the bare ground, and it kind of has like an umbrella canopy at the bottom so you yeah. can tell that that tree's been top heavy and come over but these are well-rooted, very fit and healthy birch trees that have been... At one point, it's about 11 feet in the air.
1: It is, yeah.
0: So you wouldn't be able to even get... You'd have to climb the trees to attempt to bloody strap it. I don't think as many men can do that. I'll no. be honest, it's really, really strange. And then there was the small bird that was dead.
1: Ah, yeah, yeah, I forgot to mention that. There, there was a bird that... Uh, I, was dead uh and it was covered in twigs mm. you can see the feathers sticking out a little bit so as we moved it over yeah know, a lot yeah and it had not really been eaten or anything it, it would just you know like it it had if i don't know if i have bite marks in there or anything it, you know yeah it, it would just lie in
0: there
1: yeah uh, covered with these like small twigs but Placed on top.
0: As Not, if it's been saved for later.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. No, I was thinking, they will f- it, foxes bury the fish. The yeah, yeah. They don't put it under twigs.
0: No, and a and cat would have eaten it there, and then you'd have just seen yeah. the wings. they would have just been the wings left behind. It's normally humans just normally cock a bird, which is the chest, and humans, whatever bird they get, would normally take just the breast meat but it looks it it looks like a carrion bird doesn't it it was all black i didn't know what size it was i didn't know i
1: think it was a crow
0: yeah well you don't know humans don't eat carrion do they it's not
1: no no
0: another bird or say a pack of magpies could maybe take a crow down but there would be evidence of that it'd been
1: that's it there was no blood or anything no
0: no i've had i put the photo in to show people it is clean and it's kind of placed with its wings out almost staged and then covered in these little twigs definitely you can see they've been snapped and kind of placed on almost like a little Pyramid or like the roof of a roundhouse, really, wasn't
1: it? Yeah, the, yeah, yeah,
0: it was, yeah. Possibly, maybe an offering. I mean, that's just one theory. Because we me and you were talking earlier and we said, didn't we, you're a pagan, I'm into wicked There aren't any rituals that we do or celebrations that we do that entail harming the tree. No. So no. you know, it's not somebody that's been up there and they've done that to this tree. For a reason, it's not been tapped for sap because sap tappers is normally quite. They want to come back to that tree year yeah. after year after year. So normally you're only putting a diameter in like this yes. to collect on. This was just like snapping the pencil at the top like that. It was just,
1: okay, that's what it looked like actually. It's also one yeah. snapped. The pencil. Just,
0: just grabbed it and snapped it like that. So as There's I said, I spoke to the good. guy who, who I always ask about trees. And he just said to me, I can't explain it. And then he said, think outside the box. If this is the time of year that we're tapping, that tree is running with sap. And there's a lot of people who won't know that that sap is just basically your maple syrup in it. You just just boil it down and down to concentrate it up. You can use it as it runs as like a hydroponic drink. It's full of sugars. It's really good for you. What if an eight foot thing, that's four or five of them, drank the stuff from them and carried on walking was his explanation and I said well yeah. you know makes sense to me and uh, I just said to you I mean you've got to think about the box to think about it but I cannot think of any other reason behind the mysterious street race.
1: No it's so strange.
0: Are you going to go back?
1: Yeah, well, yeah we will be going back yeah. Mm. yeah. In the
0: daytime just, just to be on the A side just big snaps usually mean a male of some kind it's not something that i know that the females do that's normally a um a a male giving a display of territory this time this is my area i don't want you coming in but as i said to you earlier that might just be for one week in the year It could be a certain season in the year, or it could be at at all times. You get what I mean? I just you don't know. I don't know until we watch an area for months and months and months and months. We just don't know, do we? Um, I have seen it here, that, that snap. I've seen it at mine, and it was because we never went into the wood and took firewood. And Mark, being lazy, went in one day and took firewood, and the next thing... My daughter was up at four o'clock in the morning and you could hear the things snapping and they were snapped all along the bank. All right. And there was a, one of them, I've got a photo of it, it was twisted and pinned down to the ground. It was a full on tree, it wasn't a, like a bigger than a sapling, probably about that far around. Yeah. Oh, bigger actually, about that far around. Completely twisted and pinned at the bottom like a like an arch. And the wood had just been smashed to smithereens. So. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, you're braver than I am. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: when we go back, uh, I'll record it as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, do that for me, just so I can have a look at, like, just uh, try and get a feel for the area, really. Yeah. See if I can pick anything up from watching it. I mean, eventually, hopefully, when we're allowed out again, I'll be able to come back up and, and meet you and we'll we'll go and have a look. Because it, that worked that day. It was great because it I was able to see what you were talking about on the ground. That's the hardest thing for me. I get photos sent in, but I'm not there to see. Um, well,
1: I mean, the same. I'd rather go there and have a look around myself. Yeah, just get a good ground
0: truth, as I call it, get a good ground truth of what's there and, and then think, right, well, where would I go if I was trying to stay hidden? How would I get from A to B and where would I go and can I find any foodstuffs? And a lot of people ask me how long it takes before you find strange stuff in your area. And the best person to ask is somebody like you, who's only just started. How long did it take you to find something that was a head-scratcher?
1: Well, when did you meet?
0: Um, probably yeah. six, seven weeks ago, something like that.
1: Yeah, oh, well, that's it <laughs> <almost in. laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I
0: can't remember. All days of
1: probably. Uh, sure. Sorry, uh, it was... March the 13th it was Friday the 13th if you remember yeah it
0: was yeah you're right just before my birthday I've yeah. not been out since
1: then so then yeah, yeah. right yeah. that's
0: how long and, you thought, and you've already found well you have already found because it, it's like the force set of photographs
1: when i was right. trying my torches you know to try them and I can't believe I've ever come across it and then finding out as well only last night that the first lay line recorded in lancashire actually runs through the area yeah
0: Yeah, it was and we we even touched on the john d thing the area where i saw my strange thing had uh, the old house as many people know and it is there is a rumor that he summoned i can't remember what his words were so i'm paraphrasing summoned a hairy demon um, a very tall, hairy demon, him and Edward Keller. and the other rumoured place is supposed to be up near you.
1: Yeah, in uh, Tockles.
0: And what's the rumour on that one? What did he do on that one?
1: Well, I, I would have told you were uh, uh, summoning entities into that.
0: Yeah, summoning entities, that's kind of what he did, wasn't it? He, he did scrying and stuff and tried to bring things over. Yeah. So there is that possibility. For anyone who doesn't know, John Dee is a 16th century alchemist. Yeah. And he was quite high up in the church, wasn't it? If I'm right.
1: Yeah, um, and the queen as well that
0: Yeah, Queen Elizabeth. Was it? Oh, I might be. I better not say it was Queen Elizabeth the First. I think I've just made that up. I don't know.
1: <laughs> oh got no, you're right.
0: Was it? Was it Queen Elizabeth the First? It just popped in my head then. But yeah, the same really strange synchronicity again, that John Dee is quite equivalent to my area and he's quite equivalent to your area. What if, when he was here, he opened a doorway, a portal, at either end of the airwell, and that's been open ever since, and we just have a which, of...
1: which Yeah, seen them coming in and out all the time
0: it could possibly be and then it, obviously it wasn't just him who was doing it at the time it was happening all across the country with other people yeah. Yeah. So you've got all these gateways possible portals whatever word you want to put on them where they could be using to a move around i mean i if we don't look at the flesh and blood take that out and we just look at dimensional spiritual yeah. they could be using those areas to move around at will even if we look at the flesh and blood, they are using those areas to move around. So the yeah. two things are, are, are interlaced, aren't they, like that. It could be, as I believe, that eventually everything's going to come to one place. The paranormal, the, the UFO, alien, land, whatever you want to call it, paradigm, the whole nine yards is all mixed up in a big jumble.
1: Well, the I, I said it with airlines and look where I am now. You know? <laughs>
0: Yeah, exactly that. <laughs> no, you pop on there. If somebody had asked me years ago, even six or seven years ago, if I'd ever looked at, like, UFOs or ancient sites, I'd have thought, well, what's the point? But it's done a complete 360 for me. Yes. And every time I try and walk away from it, it brings me back.
1: Amazing how many connections there are out
0: there. Mm-hmm. Even, Connect- I mean, oh. even down to the fact that when I met you and you said your name, I thought that was the first place I ever lived as a kid was McLaren and that's where I had all those weird things that happened and then when we moved, we moved to Cheating Close, and you,
1: With without
0: knowing, started to talk to me about Cheating yep. Close, and I was like, oh the serendipity that play. Like, I have clearly met Mick for a reason hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and your lovely lady, we had a really nice day out, didn't we? Yeah, um, it was lovely. It was nice, it was a birthday treat because I didn't get out after that no 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 we went to as because i've been doing what you've been doing i've been visiting the ancient barrows where i can and and many of them have been replaced by schools and car parks and you know just go into the area and just see nothing get a feel for things so we're kind of both doing the same thing anyway yeah without knowing each other weren't we so to go together it was really really nice it was beautiful if anyone's never been to upriver up Belmont Way, well, then you need to when we're on lockdowns over. As you come over that brow, where the bench is, with a little man that, so I was sat on the bench. Yeah. The energy changes like that. As you just come up over that brow, you just everything just changes. It's like going back in time for me. It was oh, it was just lovely. It was like oh. <laughs>
1: Well, with the lockdown and it uh, being so close, we've been walking up there as well in the evening sometimes and uh, we still see him walking up and down, you know, he's yeah. still there on bench.
0: It's, it's the bench. He's a local tale. People will be wondering what we're talking about. It's a chap who sits on the bench and he's just well known, isn't he? And yeah. As you said, people leaving presents on his birthday and yeah, it's, and it's a lovely bench. It's right on the side of the sheep field. Mm. Yeah, it is. It's absolutely well, it's gorgeous.
1: As he walks up and down, he'll take a uh, seed with him. And as he's walking up, he's spreading it down for birds.
0: And I, it's wonder, kind of I, wonder, I wonder if he's ever seen out.
1: <laughs> oh, that would be interesting. We need to go and talk to
0: him. Yeah, say, have you ever seen anything strange round here, mate, when you've been out and about? You never know. That's sometimes how I get my sighting reports. People go, so you should say that. <laughs> yeah? Oh, well, no, I haven't, but... That happens a lot. I haven't bought, and then they'll point me to some farmer or someone who owns a sausage shop. Mm. So, regardless, it was an arse farm wherever we went last time. He said, no, but you need to go and talk to the guy at the arse farm. He's had some on his land, and then we went down and I got a sighting report of him. So we were supposed to be staying, but we had to um, abandon the meat, obviously. And as I say, I haven't been out since I came up and I met you. We went, oh yeah, tell a line, we did. The next day we went to Phillips Park House to look for a shelter that I'd found previously. Right, yeah. And it's that giant seats are still on the ley line.
1: Yeah.
0: Huge barrel there. And it had all been cut down. Everything had gone. Every bush, every tree. Everything had gone. And it's really strange because it's a nature reserve. It it looked completely normal from the path. Yeah.
1: But
0: when you got past, say, the first five or six foot of bush, it was completely raised to the ground. There was nothing there. Just really, really strange. Every tree, every bush, everything had gone. And it was completely covered to the barrow. Yeah. Warglund, and it's not. There's just like a like a monk's haircut going around the bottom of it. Right. Really, really strange. And I said to Mark, I don't understand that, because it's a nature reserve. They wouldn't normally do that. It's nesting time.
1: A lot, of, yeah. a lot of
0: animals are birthing at this time of year. And it just, <clears> just <throat> another quandary that's come up, because a lot of people have spoke to me this week about going to their areas and finding them suddenly posted as private.
1: Yeah.
0: Or they're finding what you're finding, these massive breaks. And somebody's been to the wood and everything's been snapped. But your area is different because it's so high up. It's rock air. It's not an area where they're going to log or they're going to take mm-hmm. the wood for any reason. And the wood wouldn't be left behind if that was the plan. Even if it had been sucked for firewood, we should just be seeing a stump and a load of wood chips. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just absolutely pristine. So I'm going to put them on again at the end so people can see what we're talking about. I'm also going to do an article for the website about it. I'm going to pop it down into the link. I'm gonna yeah. pop a link into Mick's site as well for you, and then if you're really interested in finding a ley line in your area, get in touch with Mick and let him know. Um, let me see where we've got to. Yeah, I was gonna ask you, would is there any what a website that you would recommend for them to just go and have a look? And I mean, obviously other than your website, for. People
1: like me who have no idea whatsoever about ley lines, where's a good place
0: for me to start? Well, just type in ley lines into uh, Google. And just,
1: really it's that easy. Yeah, there's really loads of websites out there. Um, and little personal websites as well where people talk about their areas. Right. Uh, books, uh, I'd recommend. Um, well, I. Um, I um oh, sorry. It's all right. name of it.
0: <laughs> just whatever just whatever the whatever they're drawn to, really.
1: Alfred Watkins, the straight Track, is a good one to start with. I'm
0: writing it down and I will stick it in the description for them. Alfred Watkins.
1: Watkins, yeah, he was a fellow who turned the, the name lay Lines because he found that uh most of the places these places were on had lay in right. them. Name. Yeah, I Charlie, tri-
0: yeah you might uh, lay lunge. There's a lot up here in the northwestern, i is with there, with the lay? And in, I was just saying, my, that's my maiden name. So I and always remember my dad telling me it was a place where two Ley Lines crossed So I was just like, what does our name mean, Dad? And he said it's an area where two Ley Lines cross But my dad wasn't into energy or anything like that. It, it's not something he'd really ever looked into. So yeah. I knew they were important, just not how <laughs> How important you <laughs> were. Yeah. So I'm going to bring it to an end now. If you've got a question that you would like to me to ask Mick, because I will be bringing him back on again, pop it in the comments below and I can ask him next time he comes on. So for tonight, I'm going to say good night. Don't you go anywhere. And I will see you all next week. Good night, everyone. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.